Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. When I lend money to friends or family members, I just consider it a gift. What I mean is I'm not anticipating a penny back. It's not cynical or negative at all. You see, they wouldn't ask me if there was not a need, and I offer it as a gift. And you know what? It's really liberating. If they choose to, and they're able to, they offer the money back. And I will make it available to others who may hit a time of special needs. So the money just keeps being cycled and recycled into helping more and more people. This was a conversation I had with a business person at lunch just before Christmas a few years ago. It was interesting to hear his conviction, his freedom, and his joy in telling me the story. Giving, lending, and stewarding. Well, how do they all fit together? In his phenomenal message on the mountain, Jesus talks about these kinds of things. Well, if you lend to those you expect repayment from, what credit is that really to you? Even sinners lend to sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High God, because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful." Jesus doesn't miss any of the hot buttons here. In the middle of the gut-wrenching message about loving our enemies, Jesus then talks about lending. What? We have never been taught this. And if we lend without expectations, our reward is great. And the experience is the experience that we are the children of God. And in case we needed a little more context... This act is us acting in the mercy in which God has blessed us. It's all upside down, it's opposite from our world, and it is glorious. What do the opening story and Jesus' words mean for us today? Well, here are some thoughts and some ideas for folks like us to consider on the journey to the extraordinary. Number one, Step into the good news of the gospel. Here it is. Generosity is radical. It is radical. Number two, think about the debts you carry. Mortgages, rents, loans, credit cards. There are more, but just those four. Number three, what kind of feelings do those things give you? Number four, how do the opening story and Jesus' words Turn the table on our culture's worldview of lending and debt. Number five, be a loan giver. So who has needs in your world and how could you help them? Number six, consider the radical position of not expecting any return for your loan. Number seven, how would you start that kind of cycle of helping more and more people in your own life? And last, number eight, Talk to some folks about this. Be ready for some folks to think you are a radical idiot, and yet there will be some who know it is radically gracious and liberating.
The extraordinary life is a life of radical generosity. In a world of managing debt, leveraging debt, and the stress debt can bring, the good news of God is that he graciously and miraculously sets the lender and the lendee free in his upside-down kingdom culture of generosity, mercy, and love. God's great adventure for our lives gives us this amazing opportunity and calls us into this kind of generous freedom, the kind of freedom in which we bless and transform worldviews and relationships. Blessed people do bless people. So as you consider new steps of radical generosity today, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you've trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life. And remember that with God and with each other, we can.